0: I do um, kind of like the idea of a little needs gremlin. Like, no, 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 no. It's like the gremlin saying, psst, psst, there's a need here. There's yeah. Need here. Hey, there's a meteor. <laughs> hey, there's a need here. just getting louder. We the, the, the fricking needs. needs. <laughs> <laughs> If you like what you hear,
1: come and join the conversation in our Facebook group and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hey everyone. So today we are all coordinated with our wardrobe. If you're watching on the video, like, you know what that was? <laughs> Someone's not happy about us being all coordinating <laughs> on the on the on the video. Like I've got these lovely little like maroon spots in like splotches on my uh, on my dress and then I'm like, "Oh, like we've literally got the same color on today." It doesn't I, happen very often. It doesn't. I feel like we're ready for like a serious photo where I should <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah like the isn't old that school. funny how
1: both of us made almost exactly the same pose
0: <laughs> we're doing the uh fist on the chin looking off into yes, whatever the that abyss is that they used to make you pose for in the 80s or 90s like <laughs> i believe i believe we're speaking to a specific like there's a certain generation yes there's um, a specific
1: audience that will get the reference and everyone else will be like what, what? <laughs> is that like a selfie <laughs> what was it i saw something the other day about oh that was it i mean there was a there's been a meme that's been doing the rounds about saying and it was saying how like um how this generation will never know the 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 panic and um an adrenaline of somebody screaming from the living room it's on it's on the show's on like and you're like like vaulting over furniture to try to get back in time for it and somebody commented underneath Why didn't you just pause it? It's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh,
0: yeah, and there was no like, oh, I'll catch it on the next time. This is like, there weren't a lot of reruns. No, it's like
1: one and done. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, we'll never see this again (laughs) if you don't catch it right now. It's so interesting, like thinking about how much has changed in our lifetime. Like, we we've gone from like the internet didn't exist when we were born to social media, Google, I mean, and the technology for media. And I mean, and it's one of those things where I I think maybe one of the podcasts that would be good for us to do in the future is like, so often people like, um, will say how like technology is a terrible thing and how it's taking over our lives and everything. And I think that technology can be an amazing tool for meeting our needs. As long as we harness and use it, it harness it and use it as a tool for meeting our needs and not as something that's something that we are using it rather than it is using us um and I think that's something that might be kind of cool for us to talk about at some point
0: the techie girl in you is the- like
1: all yeah <laughs> my, my little inner geek wants to come out and play <laughs> um but yeah I think it's just that whole thing of like oh there's some like there's some really cool things that we can do I mean when thinking about like the experience that I have like having like traveled the world and like being somewhere like I've been here nearly a year now and I haven't seen family and friends from other places in the world but I'm still in regular contact like video chats and those sorts of things like it can be an amazing way to meet our needs but it also can be a way of distracting and avoiding addressing Annie, so I think that that could be a cool thing to have a discussion about at some point
0: absolutely I mean what we did during COVID with the video dance parties right. I mean we had we had women from all over the world mm. dancing yeah at the same time to the same music in just
1: how many different time zones I don't even know
0: it was I mean, it was so fantastic I think that was the real like I mean we um 2020 does it really need
1: much more like... like isn't that isn't that a curse word now? Like it... 2020.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna start replacing my fucks with 2020. <laughs> and most people at this point would be like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, 2020. <laughs> but there was so much going on especially with social media and like the mm-hmm. way technology has developed that was negative. And that was the point I was like, wow, like look at what
1: can Could you be imagine done? what that would have been like without Ooh. the technology that we have? i mean then they've been through it in history i mean but imagine how much more i mean our needs were compromised during that time I and mean, mm-hmm. imagine how much more they would have been compromised had it not been for technology like with schooling with mm-hmm. connections just yeah like, Zoom. <laughs> i remember everyone was like everyone's like so this zoom thing because i've been using zoom for years at this point i yeah, was like, like we, oh
0: we can hop on zoom mm-hmm. and i'm like
1: what What? (laughs) I'm like uh the amount of like zoom classes I gave to people like this is how you do this is how you get zoom on your on your phone this is how you enter a zoom call this is how you share your screen with zoom
0: (laughs) you gotta click the little button in the left hand corner (laughs) I remember those we'd have we'd have a bunch of black screens and just voices coming over that are like can you see me I can see you no not yet
1: (laughs) all that makes me think of like I am not a cat. I'm not a cat. <laughs> if you don't know the reference, look up, just Google or YouTube. I am not a cat lawyer. Um, there's a brilliant, um, it was a, I think a city zoom meeting or something. And one of the attorneys um, that I think someone else had been using their zoom and they had a filter on that made him look like a cat. And at one point, he just said, I'm not oh a cat. And he had I mean, it was an older
0: gentleman. He yes. was he had no clue what was going on. He's like, I can see myself as a cat. And like the <laughs> eyes, like his that eyes were darting, but it was in the cat. Eye. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen it, it really is just a fun little
1: little, fun little, chuckle. little moment to kind of make you chuckle. Absolutely. Um, but we're not talking about that today. We're not talking about I'm not a cat. We're not even talking about Larry today. We're talking about something completely different. And that is how when pretending that everything is okay compromises your needs further. And this is, I mean, this is a this is a big thing in so many ways. I mean, huge, <laughs> huge thing. Uh, the thing about it is, is that, I mean, there are a couple of needs that tend to kind of very much come up around this. But one of the things that tends to happen is that by pretending, like if, if things aren't okay, if we're going through a period of time in our life where things are not okay, there are a whole heap of needs that will get compromised if we Put this veneer on that we are okay. Or even if we try to pretend to ourselves that we are okay, which is the first step. Like a lot of people, it's like, no. It's like that, that meme of the dog in the burning building this is fine. Like, so it's, like, no. it's like, no, it's not. But I've got to pretend that it is. But it really is. I mean, that is like the, the kind of also poster child meme for the, what we're talking about here. And the thing about it is, is that if you are trying to pretend to yourself that everything is fine, and realistically, things are not fine. And what we mean by things are not fine is that you have needs that are chronically or severely unmet if you have needs that are crying out to be met and you try to pretend that everything is fine what it's going to do is it's going to amplify those unmet needs what it's going to do is those needs are going to be trying even harder to get your attention they're going to be shouting louder they're going to be um, even less easy to ignore and avoid Um, and so when like when you ignore when you internally ignore them it's like nope Let's pretend that's not true. Let's pretend that's not true. They're like, no, listen to us. You must pay attention. Because our needs are musts. They're things that we need. And the fact that is that we're if we're ignoring them, that they're gonna they're gonna try and get our attention. They're gonna try and help engage us in meeting with them even more. Like I feel like you're wanting to jump in. Uh-huh. no, I'm just <laughs> really into I it's funny. I'm like, I'm really into this one because I'm like,
0: yes. 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 And it's it there's probably very rarely an occasion that Clara and I get together and we're together a lot a lot yeah that this doesn't come up in one way or another Mm -hmm. and it's like I wish this person could see this Mm -hmm. and not this because this is affecting like it's yeah literally comes up all the time like this is
1: huge right and the ignoring of your needs the avoiding of your needs the distracting from your needs does not stop them mm-hmm. in fact all it does is, is it it amplifies them and things get louder
0: and it it starts eroding Further Other needs. the need, further the need that you're already compromising, and then it starts. It's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go for this one, this one, this one, this
1: one, this one too. Well, it's not even like. I mean, the, the, you like framing it like that makes it sound like there is this little little gremlin inside <laughs> that's like, gremlin. oh, <laughs> it's like, screw you! You're not gonna listen to this one. I'm gonna make you listen to this one. But it's like actually, what ends up happening is the very fact that you are not paying attention to the need that is asking for your attention. In and of itself, that action is what compromises those other needs um, in in the process. So, um, I do
0: kind of like the <laughs> idea of a
1: little needs gremlin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, no. it's like the gremlin saying, psst, psst, "There's a need here. There's yeah. Hey, there's a need here. Hey, there's a need here." <laughs> hey, a need here. Just getting The, the freaking needs.
1: <laughs> 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 Apparently, he doesn't swear at this gremlin. Like. <laughs>
0: Well, I hadn't gotten to the scream yet, <laughs> but, but just but, see him on top of like a needs yeah. mouth. And like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it, that's kind of how it feels at times. And actually, the, the interesting thing about this is that um, this is one of the things that tends to come up um, when we are, uh, when I do work with um, clients around your inner child, your inner teenager, and especially around your inner critic. So this is one of the things that tends to kind of come up around this. So When uh, most people um, are aware that we kind of all have these different parts inside of us, these different elements of us, and sometimes if we haven't done, if there has been trauma or wounding or healing around those different parts, is that it's created this kind of almost separation between the the parts inside of ourselves, and we're not as integrated. So they end up kind of all kind of pulling in different directions. Um, And one of the parts that tends to come up very often for people is the inner critic or the inner taskmaster. Like one of those, like it's very on those things and there's different variations for different people but that is the part of you goes oh for goodness sake why did you do that that's so stupid come on like you know better than this it's like that negative self-talk that we've spoken about uh we i think we talked about it in episode 39 Uh, um, just how toxic is toxic positivity. Interestingly, we talked about negative self-talk in that episode as well. Um, Like that negative self-talk often is that part of us. Mm -hmm. Now, the interesting thing about this is that um, when I first started to do this kind of personal development journey, and I first learned about like the inner critic, somebody I was very familiar with, mine was very vocal for a very long time, is that there are lots of different techniques that were suggested for how to deal with your inner critic none of them were helpful just saying <laughs> telling um, it to shut up is not the way well, that. and that's what that was one of them like so <laughs> just, one, one of them was like to banish her mm-hmm. it's like nope, out like, like ma, 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 ma. out no i'm not listening off you go uh, like go to serena's screen i am not want you in this screen. <laughs> if you're on the video you know what i've just said that uh, like that's it no i'm not no go on off you go um so that's one of them one of them was to tell them to shut up. Like literally, shut up, I'm not listening to you. Or be quiet, I'm not listening to you.
0: Negative self-talk to your negative self-talk.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one of them was to ignore it. Like, no, I'm not listening to you. One of them actually suggested, um, this is brilliant, like to um, to sit her in the corner of the room and tell her to have a cup of tea. That, that, I've never heard of a more British way. Of that to is such a British way like, like, I hear you, go sit in the corner, go drink your cup of tea. Like, like, I'm like, What? The thing about it is there's no, also another one in there yeah. it's the invalidation
0: like mm. like telling yourself like that's actually no that's not happening yes. like i've had people say like just just tell yourself it's not happening tell yourself it's not that way and it's right. like
1: oh okay i'll uh, try that and then not realizing <laughs> that i'm just in, i know it is <laughs> like invalidate the entire right. experience well, and the interesting thing is that when you actually start to look at these things from a needs lens, the inner critic, inner taskmaster, whatever it is that you want to call them or whatever your experience of, them in, experience of them is, is actually a part of you that is trying to get your needs met. It is using a really shitty strategy for doing it. We'll be very honest. This is a shitty strategy to try to get our needs met. But a lot of the time, if you think about it, if we've had as a childhood, if we've had people who've been harsh on us... Or held us to a high standard, or we felt that we need to be perfect for. Mm-hmm. It's basically internalized that it's like, oh, they were doing that for my own good because that's what's going to make me perform well. It's got what's going to make me achieve well. It's what's going to make me successful. Ie, it's the thing that's going to meet my needs. So that inner part of us has learned that behavior and has learned that criticism is the thing that's going to help us out. It's not. We know that. Like we, like we Realistically, our experience is that that's not the case. And that's what that part is doing. It's a strategy. It's a shitty strategy to try to get our needs met.
0: Criticism doesn't create drive.
1: No, it not, doesn't. Not
0: successful, purposeful drive. It may make you push yourself past where you either have the capacity, mm-hmm. push past the needs that you know or don't know that need to be met because you're not really listening to... The needs. <laughs> the needs that are speaking up. Right. But a lot of people use that. Well, you know, if they weren't so tough on me, if they didn't hold me to the standard, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't am be, today, where I I am wouldn't be the person I am mm-hmm. today.
1: And that's the thing is that inner critic has learned that thing. And it may not even be that we've been experiencing. It. It's maybe that we've seen other people. It's like when you see um, uh, people who are uh, like... Like training to be an Olympian, and you see the coaches that are hard taskmasters. Well, that's what it must take to be an Olympian. It, that's what it must take to be successful. They're, therefore, that's so. It's, these are all kind of learned behaviors. Um, even if we've not learned them from our own direct experience, we maybe have picked them up. Oh, well, that's obviously the way to do it. No, it's not. But that's how we've internalized that and we've interpreted it. The thing about it is so, this is a part of us that is afraid that one or more of our needs is not going to get met. And it was trying to use a really shitty strategy of making us feel crappy about ourselves to try to get us to do the thing that we need to do in order to meet that need. Now, here's the thing. If you then take that that part that is afraid that our need isn't going to get met and is trying to get the need met, shitty strategy albeit, but trying to get the need met, and you banish them or tell them to shut up or ignore them or even very politely tell them to sit in the corner and have a cup of tea. (laughs) I mean, either way what's going to happen that that part is afraid that one of our needs is not going to get met and if we're not doing anything about it and we're not listening to them we're shutting them down what they're going to end up doing is they're going to get louder and more intense Mm -hmm. because they're going to be like Oh, no, no, don't do that. Like, you have to listen to me because this is the only way we're going to get this knee met. I mean, this is all subconscious stuff. This is not something that's happening in the conscious mind. But this part of us is like going to be like, no, you have to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And that makes that that voice louder. That negative self-talk gets louder. It doesn't help like squash it or reduce it. It actually amplifies it. It feeds it. And so the thing about it is, is that the one, when I, one of the things that I found as a technique, like the, the thing that I actually learned myself and I taught myself around this part because I understood about the needs, was actually I would sit down and have a conversation with that part of myself. I could either do it through journaling or I would do it like i do it in a meditation, a visual, visualization, but, or I could just do it by literally having a conversation in my own head. Like, what is it that you're afraid of right now? What need are you trying to get met right now? And it's been like, oh, you are trying to get this because we've got to do this, because we've got to do this, this to get that need met. And so, no, no, like, okay. How about you let me figure out the strategy You tell me what need that I need that you're worried about right now because that's what's happening is in that moment when that process is happening, it's that part of us that is trying to get that need met because it's afraid that the need is not going to get met or it's going to stop being met. Once you listen to that part and you go, okay, I hear you. You're worried about security need, right? Okay, I've got this. I'll take care of the security need. And once you actually listen to that part of you, and you listen to the unmet need that is the one that's kind of uh, 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 like like screaming at you, that's the point at which, and you do something to meet that need, that's the point at which the the um the voice quietens down, and it relaxes, and it's like, oh okay, all right, she's got. I don't need to shout so loud now because she's listening, and this is the thing is that when it comes to um, I mean we've I've always I've I've been very much somebody who throughout my life, I've been very much um, focused on science. Like I very much feel like I'm continually getting nudged by whatever the hell you want to call it. The universe, energy source, whatever you want to call it, I don't really care what you call it. Like something somewhere that often feels like it's like nudging me in a certain direction. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and um, so like I'll often say, and for, for a long time, I used to say, well, the universe will send a feather and if you don't pay attention to the feather, it'll send a brick. And if it doesn't, you don't pay attention to the brick, it'll send a truck. Now, I didn't realize it was going to send a literal truck to run me over. I mean, if you've listened to my other... Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast in the beginning, you will know that I was once run over by a truck, uh, reversed over by a sand truck on the beach down here. Um, and that was the point at which it was like, oh, like... <laughs> Crap, it's going to send a literal truck if I'm not paying attention and doing the things that I need to do. So there's the kind of like woo-woo universe side of things where it's like, I feel like I'm being nudged in this direction. But the truth is, your needs will operate the same way. So a little bit like Serena was talking about in terms of that little needs gremlin, like you can imagine it like that. being have been like, there's a, there's a need down here. Have you noticed it's it's not being met? Could, 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 could we do a little something to beat the need, please? Like, hello? Hello, is this on? Like, is anyone, is anyone listening to me? No. Oh, they can't hear me. I'm going to need to get louder now. These people are not listening. Hello? Does anyone notice? There's a need down here. No, no, no. Oh, crap. Now I want to go. Hello? There's- Sorry, apologies if you've got earbuds in right now because I probably am just incredibly, obnoxiously loud in your ear. All the people who
0: just slammed on their brakes in the car are so like, oh, what the hell
1: just happened? But that's how it works. And the the, the, the more that we ignore our needs, the, more, the less that we listen to them and the more we ignore those little nudges that are saying, uh, hello, there's a need here that's seeking to be met, um, eventually the needs will start screaming at you. Mm-hmm. And the screaming could look a number of different ways. So a little bit like we were speaking about, I think it was in the last episode, we were talking about capacity and, I, and we were saying about like sometimes... I wouldn't rest until I got sick. Well, my needs were nudging me long before I got sick and I wasn't listening. And they would nudge me even harder when I started to get exhausted and I still wasn't listening. Then finally they would start screaming. They would send the truck. The truck was, I'm sick right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, the body's like going to force you to listen to the unmet needs. And that's just one of the ways that this shows up one of the ways that um,
0: I see it quite often with people is that they focus so hard on one of the needs. And oftentimes I feel like it comes in at the security level. Like you find it with people like I need to work. I need to like, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure I have enough money. I need like, Security, it's a real thing. And it is a need that needs to be met. And they start compromising their foundation function need Mm -hmm. to meet the security. need. No, I'm going to take on an extra shift. No, I'm going to work harder. I'm going to work longer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to compromise the experience with my friends, with my Mm -hmm. family, with the people around me. And they start compromising all of these needs to focus and not always even meet the need that they're focusing on. But it's like... If you have a need yelling, and then you, you're trying to meet it, and you still you still hear yelling, it might be the need underneath, and they're ex bringing themselves to exhaustion right and it's like well you know I'm really tired and you know I don't want to work this hard and my body doesn't feel good and my back hurts and like my
1: neck is stiff and like all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you start feeling these little things and like they start adding up and the interesting thing is is that using that as an example and I want to kind of pause momentarily and say obviously there is an inherent privilege sometimes that people have in not needing to take on extra shifts this is the reason that we have to change the system we have to make sure that everybody is getting a living wage for where they are living in for a standard job that people don't have to take on extra shifts in order to be able to meet their security needs, to be able to keep a roof over their head, to be able to meet their foundation functions needs of being able to feed themselves and their family. Um, Just momentary kind of pause on that. But the example that you're giving, for example, like taking it outside of that, like say that we were uh, taking it outside of that context and I said it's important to be aware that context exists Mm -hmm. and there is inherent privilege in not needing to work multiple jobs in order to be able to put food on the table. But where we're talking about about, for example, where like, I'm trying to meet my security need by, by, by meeting, by going to my job, but in doing that and the way that I'm doing that, I'm actually compromising my foundation function need. Well, if my foundation function need is compromised far enough, it will compromise my ability to do my job, which will actually then affect my security need. So this is where they end up end up like kind of compounding and like falling in on each other, where it's like, it's, it's not just, even the need that we are seeking to meet, we can sometimes be compromised compromising by the way that we are seeking to meet to meet it and it's like sometimes you're right that 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 like screaming is there's another need that's up sometimes it's the way that we are meeting the need actually isn't meeting the need it's compromising the need so there's something else that's seeking there's another way that we that we could find to meet that need which is actually going to stop the screaming because it's like oh oh, they heard us okay that was close like okay and I can breathe again, and it's like that's almost how it is. It's how the body almost responds to like, oh my god, okay, the needs are met right now. Okay, that that needs been taken care of. Um, and, and I mean, I, we see it so frequently with so many people, where it's like that. There's um another another way this shows up hugely. It was with emotional experience expression. Mm-hmm like a lot of us because we haven't been taught how to meet our emotional needs we haven't been taught how to process emotions we definitely have been taught how to process more challenging emotions like it's like we can be felt feel like um like that this like constant repression so that that need like as we're experiencing stuff through life we've got a first we've got a backlog of stuff that mm-hmm. needs to be dealt with but also as we're going through life every time we we feel some that we, that we experience something that creates an emotion and we're ignoring that or we're like like repressing it like putting it down like no i'm not hearing you no you're not there no no doesn't matter what you say no i'm not listening no it's not happening um what ends up happening is that is that the those that this is part of the reason that you end up with like emotional outbursts because what ends up happening is is like that it's like every one of those it's like uh um Excuse me, sorry. Um, hi. hi. Like, we we. Uh, I'm, sort of, I'm sort of feeling something right now. Like, I could, could we? Could would you mind if we? Like, could I just take a moment? Just a little moment, just to just to feel the thing. No, okay. Uh, maybe later. Okay. And then what ends up happening is that the okay. every one of those.
0: I was gonna say other needs then come in and you have one need being like, hey, me, and then that then I come in and I'm like, hey, me too, well, me too, like yeah. as another need. Yeah. and It's like then all of a sudden you have this kind of.
1: And, and then it becomes, then it gets kind of overwhelming. But then, what ends up happening is that then we have another thing that impacts us emotionally and um, it's like, oh, whoa, hold on, oh, okay, we, we I, I really need, I, I, could, could we, like, this is getting quite important now, like, we, we really, we really need to deal with this right now, like, um, like, I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt you, I know you're busy, but come on, like, this is getting a little bit important now, and then what ends up happening is then something else happens, and it feels like the, like, the straw that broke the camel's back, and this massive emotional reaction comes out, and everyone's like, whoa, where the hell did that come from, and it's like, Oh, hold on a second. It wasn't actually about that thing. Mm-hmm. It was the, that was the, that was the, the emotional experience truck because it's like, well, we haven't dealt with all these things. And then all of a sudden, everything comes out in one go. I mean, the irony, like the, there's a, there's another obvious example with this, which is um, uh, something we've spoken about previously on previous uh, podcast episodes where it's like, just look at, let, let's look at one of the basic needs. Let's look at the need to pee. <laughs> Like, first of all, it's like the bladder, like, like pulls the little bell and it's like, ding, ding. Like, just heads up. We're getting a little full down here. Just just letting you know. And then, the little while later, if it hasn't been paid attention to, it's like, okay, there's alarm bells going off. And it's like, um guys, if you don't... Like, hello? Is anyone Like, we're, we're getting seriously full down. Like, if you don't, like, come on. And then the next thing you know, like, you're breakneck sprinting to the bathroom because... You can't do it like the, the the dam's broken and mm-hmm. everything's like, hello, like we warned you, this was coming. Um, and it's another great example of, of it's like a silly example. But it's like I remember um, there used to be um, years ago, it was a theme park in Orlando that had a, a ride that was to do with like the human that was had a section that was to do with the human body. And I'm trying to think what it was called. I think it was called Cranium Command. And it was um, this... There were these little guys who... Um, they were learning how to be the... Like the person who was driving the brain of a of a human being. And they were like... The, as you went into it, there was like these... Um, He was in like the command center. So you could see like through the eyes and you can see it was a, it was a, I think it was a teenage uh, boy was the person that they were, they were driving. And they were like, they would speak the, and there was like somebody who was like, there was a person who was the heart. And then there was a person who was the bladder. And there was a person who was like the, um, um, the the stomach. And so they would all be talking to each other all the time. And I remember in this, like there was, it was like a, it was like a, like almost like a theater ride kind of thing where they, all of a sudden he would be like, the, the, he would check in with the different parts of the body like how are we doing stomach how are we doing lungs how are we doing like a um, heart and everything and he would check in with the like how are we doing bladder uh, 98.9% we can hold it and the guy's going no 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 like, and it's kind of like that you're not listening to the signals and then the next thing you know there's a massive explosion because we haven't been paying attention to the needs and it's just a silly example but it is a great representation where we know the urgency of that feeling we know how it feels when you get that first oh I might I might need to go to the bathroom soon to that oh, okay I need the bathroom too oh I really need to the bathroom too I cannot wait now mm-hmm. and that same urgency and not everybody senses it in the same way depending on like how we how our bodies operate like some people don't get those sensory um signals which is why they have to relate to it in a different way but for the majority of us we understand what that feels like and that is exactly the same feeling that every single other one of our needs has and if we don't listen when you get that first um uh uh, hi just yeah just we're gonna need something soon if you don't pay attention at that point it's it's far worse for every 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 aspect of your needs to wait until that critical point because at that critical point, chances are other needs are already being compromised as well. And once you're at that point, you're on a slippery slope. So you want to get to the point where you're listening and it, preferably not even waiting for the feather. Like when we think about like drinking water, for example, which is a good one with me, Like I used to wait until I was gasping and I'd be like, oh my God. And I like, said to someone the other day, like, you know when you get to that point where Um, you've got too thirsty and you drink water and it's the best tasting thing (laughs) on the planet. It's like, oh my God, this tastes incredible. It could be the worst water. It's just water, but it tastes amazing because it's everything your body needs at that moment in time. And it's like, I used to wait until I got to that point. I mean, as nice as it is to have great tasting water, like not a great strategy so now you'll notice I have this here with me I'm constantly sipping from it all the time and that constant sipping from it is me trying to proactively make sure that I don't even need to wait for the feather of like um we're probably gonna need some water soon I'm like oh sorry like it's like it's like you can almost imagine like they're getting ready to send the signal up going oh let her know we're gonna need some water and I get drink her mouth it's like oh never mind never mind just call that carry on like
0: it's interesting that you use that example because i was always somebody i chronically de- dehydrated likewise
1: and yeah and
0: i don't particularly care for water mm-hmm. like it's just I've, I've never really cared for water and so for a long time i'd let myself get to that point where mm-hmm. I, I drink water when i absolutely needed it mm-hmm. and the water option never it just never fit for me what i drink Seltzer. Seltzer, yeah, and it only—I mean, I think it's pretty much when I moved here, mm-hmm. like when I moved to Key West, that all of a sudden I'm like, "Wow, I really need to hydrate." And then, being in friendship with Claire, I became aware of my needs, and that really—how <laughs> did that happen? Uh, you might have mentioned it once or twice.
1: I oh. uh. okay. maybe once or twice, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: But I was—I was cutting myself up. It's like I don't like water. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing I can do. Yeah okay, well, I love seltzer. I can drink seltzer in the way that Claire drinks water and mm-hmm. I'm
1: still hydrating myself. It doesn't have to look the same. And that's, and that's the interesting thing is that I can't, I don't find it, I, I, it's a weird thing, but I don't feel like I hydrate when I'm drinking seltzer. Like, I can drink seltzer. I can only maybe drink... what I'm like, I don't feel like this is doing anything for me. So I like, So I stick with my water, but I have seltzer when I want something different, when I want a bit of variety, when I want a bit of flavor. I'm like, okay, I fancy something a little different right now. I'm going to drink the seltzer for the experience that, like, it's going to meet another need for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's meeting my hydration need. It feels like it's a different need that actually sits in the branches of the trunk. The branches of the trunk? The branches of the tree, even. <laughs> Well, I suppose technically they're the branch of the trunk because they probably come from the trunk. But anyway, um, but yeah, like same thing. We use the same thing, but we're using it in very different ways to meet very different needs. So I think it's, I mean, I one of the things I really love about this is how cool it is that uh, different things meet different needs. But mm-hmm. it's about listening to what is coming, what is going on for you.
0: Well, and you did kind of like a silly little example with the peeing, which was one of the, it was actually one of the first things I was like, that really made me understand the needs. I'm like, Holy shit, you're right! Like in all the time, I, that was another like the things I used to pride myself on and be like, I'm like a camel, like oh, you never go pee. Well, yeah, I'm never hydrated. That's, right. That's why. Like looking back at it, but it's like, oh yeah, I can go an entire. My body is
1: chronically compromised. Yay me! Like... Right. Or
0: like you know when you when you drinking a lot, whether it be just liquids, but like going out. I could go the entire night, never have to go pee. And my friends were like, "Oh my god, you're so lucky. I have to pee like 9 million times." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have to pee. Yeah, there's nothing to pee out."
1: <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> That's not a good thing.
0: Right. So, but that was one of those examples that immediately I was like, <gasps> and now mm-hmm. it's one of the things that a I'm like, if I have to go, I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to have to go in 5 minutes. I might as well not have that 5 minutes where I'm like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go." Mhm. And it's one of the things that, um, kind of the introduction, I give a lot of people to their needs. (laughs) And it's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I'll do this first. And it's like, if you have to go to the bathroom,
1: go to the the bathroom. bathroom." And
0: it's like, and you kind of get into the little needs conversation. They're like, oh. Oh. oh, because it's something they have to do. Yeah. Like if you don't go to the bathroom, chances are your body is going to do it for you at some point. <laughs> or your
1: bladder is going to rupture and you're going to end up in surgery. Like, right. One like, of the two. Like, it, the outcomes aren't good. Yes. None of this is going to end well. It's Are you finished? Uh, oh. y- Carry on. No, you go and then I'll go. Okay. So there's there's another kind of funny example which is kind of related to this, um, which is um, I know that I know through convers I talk to people about needs a lot, so weird things come up in conversation. So I know a lot of people if they wake up in the night and they need to go to the bathroom, they'll try and go back to sleep because it's like I don't want to I don't want to wake up like I don't want to get up. I'm kind of comfy and cozy in here. I did that this morning. And then I was
0: like, I finally got up to go to the bathroom and then I fell right back asleep. But it was after an hour of sitting there being uh-huh. like, I don't have to go that bad. Right. It doesn't matter that you don't have to go that bad. You have to, f- you have
1: to yeah. fucking go. <laughs> like- well, and the funny thing is, is that that for me, like, I know that if I don't go, I'm going to get woken up again and again and again and again. If I get up and go to the bathroom, I'm done. I'll sleep for for longer, and it's funny because I used to be one of those people who'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to get up. I'm so nice and warm and cozy in here. It's really I don't want to get up. It's like cold out, especially when especially when you're in the UK, like where it's like you create this lovely warm cocoon in your bed, and it's freaking freezing in the rest of the house. And it's like you got to get through the freezing to get to the bathroom to get back again.
0: And the light in your eyes, like uh, that was a big thing for me. It's like, well, I have to turn on the light, and it's like- uh,
1: see, I don't turn on the light. I'll take I'll I take my phone with me and I just put the screen on so it's enough light I can mm-hmm. see what I'm doing but I never turn the lights on because that will wake me up and and again it's like I know the things that will cause me to not go back to sleep so I have figured out different ways of doing it so that I get what I need without compromising other needs and this is the thing is that I've had this conversation with people I'm like if I need if I wake up in the night and I know even if it's not like I need to go pee right now. If I can feel that within the space of the next, like it's like two o'clock in the morning, a I know it's twinkle of a tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> if I feel that twinkle of a tinkle, you can guarantee I'm getting up to go to the bathroom because I don't want un- I don't want further interrupted sleep. I would rather get up, go to the bathroom, and then go back to sleep for a period of time. Because otherwise, I know I'm just going to end up getting woken up again by it.
0: I feel like that's a children's book in the making.
1: A twinkle of a tinkle. A
0: twinkle of a tinkle.
1: <laughs> um, first needs book. I heard it here first. <laughs>
0: um, so what I was going to mention is actually a very common—I um, believe it to be more common than not—thing um, that adults do, myself included, um, is in regards to our health.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes.
0: We we hear the whisper. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do from my own experience because I myself have done, I've done it in many occasions in my life, but one of the big ones was with my health and my weight.
1: And I'm going to, I am going to pause briefly and say, obviously being mindful of the fact that we are currently in a country where healthcare normally comes at a pretty steep, so again Mm -hmm. privilege kind of comes into this it's interesting because i've noticed i've noticed the same pattern in the uk where we don't have that issue so it's not necessarily a financially based problem but Mm -hmm. i'm just acknowledging that that is present yes um
0: for me with my weight there was a point i mean i was always i was always big as a child and as a young adult and as an adult and it finally got to a point it's like i mean I could see the weight getting higher, and you know there were things I was doing. I was trying to help myself in certain ways, and there was a lot of ways where I was ignoring what was actually present. And it's like the
1: little tap, tap, tap of, oh, your blood pressure is getting higher. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. It was, it was, it was a health thing more than it was a weight thing. Yes, um, that that it, that was one of the things that you noticed. But mm-hmm. certainly, it was the health thing that was the the trigger for you, right? Yes,
0: it was the actual. It, for a long time it wasn't it wasn't even that. Like right. I wasn't even identifying with the fact that there's any sort of problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like the little knock knock knock, the feather of the high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh well, I should probably do something and oh no, I'm I'm just I'm just a big girl. And no. like that was that was part, I mean, genetically, but I wasn't necessarily helping myself in a lot of different <gasps> well,
1: ways. And there's nothing wrong with being a, a, a big girl as long as you are you feel healthy, healthy or you feel that you are te- you you feel well in your body and that you are you're good with how your body feels and it, you're and, not in pain and you're not having health issues and
0: feeling good about how I'm taking
1: care of yes. myself
0: and that was the big thing because when I attacked- just
1: and just caveating that with like not having health issues that obviously are something that you can contribute sure. to and help yes. with like there obviously there are health conditions that we can't do anything about but this is about a different kind so yeah yes.
0: um And then it would be the tap, tap, tap of, luckily on that, I mean, there was probably lots of feathers, bricks, and trucks in that journey. Mm -hmm. But that one, I was kind of like, all right. High blood pressure, that's a thing people have. Like, Not really doing too much. And I was like, no, I just kind of ignored it. Ignored Mm -hmm. that as an issue. And then it's like, hey. Hey, we need to do something here. You're not, you're not feeling like you can move in the same way. Right. It's holding you back from these things that you love. Mm-hmm. And then what was the final the truck in this situation was going to the doctor, and they're like, you're in that space where we're actually concerned about diabetes. And I was like, whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason that was that was the truck in that situation that led me to look into my options mm-hmm. to um eventually get the weight loss surgery and eventually kind of move into a place where I was doing what felt right for me cuz looking right. back on I was like I wasn't I wasn't taking care of myself. I was ignoring the things I was making it difficult for myself to progress because I was so focused on how far I had to get or like right. I wouldn't even take the step forward mm-hmm. to get to the next place that I wanted to be or needed to be to right. become healthier and I find that I talk to my friends and they're like well you know you know I, I'm not going to go to the doctor because as long as I don't know what it is it's fine and it's like it's not going to go away right. it's just going to start yelling more like that back pain that starts is that little twinge of back pain mm-hmm. that then is kind of like a chronic pain that then's almost a debilitating pain. It's like, are you going to wait until you're lied out on the floor until you get it mm-hmm. addressed? I've been there too. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to push through it. Oh, it's just a little back pain. I can work through this. I can spend 12 hours on my feet and mm-hmm. I'm going to do this and it will go away. Right. And then it it might go away for a moment and then when it came back it was like hey bitch I'm back right. <laughs> like and just in yeah. your face and it was like and every time I would ignore something it would come back and it would come back with vengeance
1: ben, it would yeah. it would come back with the new stuff and all that old crap behind it right it's funny actually because I'm like I feel like I like we never normally do this but I'm going to um and that never is an absolute. Like we never normally do this, but I kind of feel like um, I'm, I'm, I'm going. There's something I wanted to say, and I'm like, actually, I feel like I'm going to hold this for our next podcast episode because I think that, like, you talking about the the kind of wellness side of things is that that there's also um, the, there's the other side of the coin, which is that um, there's a difference between also like not. not like not listening to the unmet needs and also recognizing you don't have to wait for things to get unmet in order to take to take care of them you don't have to wait until you're in crisis mode to get help to get support or to do the things that you want to do to take care of yourself and so I kind of like I've kind of just committed us to what our next episode is going to be (laughs) whether you like it or not Serena um but I kind of feel like that's like it that's like the natural next step from what it is that we're talking about today so um if there's nothing more that you want to add for this
0: Let's get on to the next episode. Let's get on to the next
1: episode. Um, So yeah, so thank you for watching. Thank you for being with us. Um, And uh, we will see you next time when we'll be talking about the fact that you don't need to wait for crisis. You don't need to wait for your unmet needs in order to take care of them. So um, stay safe in the meantime and remember to keep taking care of your own needs. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, friends.
0: That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and
1: give us a written review as it will help more people find us. And remember, when you ignore your unmet needs, they're just going to end up shouting louder. Well, shit,
0: it really is that simple.